long have you been doing music for? Um, well, making it since I was about 15, but in my head, in my head, it's always been there, really. So it's always been making music, really. Always. And what made you um, go from the head to the real? Machines, access to the machines, the computers. Once you knew what the computers could do, you can just get into it then. But to be honest, with you, I didn't really start on the computer. I started on a, um, a little groove box. So I was kind of um, programming like beats and stuff like that from about 15. How old are you now? 18. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> you look it too, bro. That's good. Thank you very much. I'll take that compliment. Um, and you've been living in London for a while because you've still got your brothers here, but um, you seem to have retained your accent from Wolverhampton-ish. More than him, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's London. It's London-fied. But um, to be honest with you, it's not even that strong, you know. There's, like, deeper Wolves accents. So, but... But yeah, Wolves has always been quite important to what it is that I do, to be honest with you, so... Was there always a scene there? Was there some stuff that you could kind of connect to with their clubs that you could check out, or dances and stuff? Yeah, there was, but it was more kind of... Um, like, it wasn't rave or anything like that, because I was obviously a bit too young for that, so it was more... It's more quite commercial stuff. Like, so I spent quite a bit of time listening to, like... In Wolves as well, which is quite a small town, like Josh Wink and stuff like that. And then, and then yeah, it's been Nirvana and all that kind of stuff. So it was getting quite grungy as well. Um, but as you as you get a bit older, you start going to big man's clubs. And I think one of the most important clubs for me in Wolves was uh, the Canal Club. Uh, I saw quite a few, saw quite a few cool DJs, you know. Tony Humphreys, those kind of, they were bringing those kind of DJs over. So I got quite an early uh, insight into uh, dance music at club level. Now your new album has just come out on Honest John's. Um, it's called Splash, 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 and uh, it's very difficult to pull a track out because for me it's an album that you just put on at the beginning and it just goes and it just takes you to lots of different places it's really touches a lot of different nerves um, and uh, it really works as a, as a whole album we were talking about it outside and I had the feeling from you that it was more of a sort of transitionary album um, where does it fit into your world at the moment Listen, looking back on it now still listen to a few of the tracks um, but they're quite they're quite intense tracks, I and mean, when you spend as long as I did on them, you kind of you know in real time you kind of uh, you become the track sort of thing, if you know what I mean. So you know all the corners that they're there. For fresh years, I don't know how it's going to be experienced, but I just know that making them, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it, it was it was it was an interesting time. Yeah. Have you got a particular favourite track that you can kind of go back to now and go, yeah, this is the one that really sort of highlights this period in my life? Uh, there's there's no tracks on there that highlights a period in my life. To be honest with you, I just make music, but. Um, 
there, there's like I've got a few favourites off there, but one that stands out, which kind of says more about the um, transition in the kind of skills that you try and develop in the studio, which is um, which is the last track on the album. I don't think it is actually. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the last track on the album. <laughs> Casanova, cool. Well, listen, I've played a few tracks already on this podcast, as you've heard, and uh, we're going to play Casanova now. And uh, what I would... It's pretty mental tune, are you sure? Yeah, of course, it's all good. That's what what podcasts are here for. Yeah, if it was Radio 1, it might be different. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll um, we'll we'll pull out some stuff because I wanted to hear sort of you know just sort of music that you're into um, both new and old um, yeah you know a few inspirations so let, let, let's let's play Casanova okay. Okay, so that's Casanova from Actress. The new album is called Splash. It's on Honest John's Records. Um, is it on vinyl as well, CD? It's on both formats. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I and think digital, yeah. Honest John's doing a brilliant job. I think they do a really good way, good job of sort of, you know, presenting it as well. It's kind of, are you happy with the whole sort of, the, where that label fits in, in terms of the, the philosophy? Yeah, I mean, fantastic yeah, creatives there. Um, Will Bankheads, I've got to thank for kind of... Uh, spending a little bit of time with me to kind of get an idea of what it was that I wanted to get across from a vision vision perspective, so visual, we'll, visual perspective. We'll, Will Bankhead did the did the artwork. He did, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did all the Mowax. Yeah, he did. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's a, very good. He's a great guy. Listen, I want to get into your sort of you know. I saw you in fact playing. Um, was it about a year ago? We were doing a party and uh, and uh, I hadn't met you before, and uh, you started playing some tracks, and um, you played eye level. And uh, I was telling you that I used to play the other side, Minefield. <laughs> but it was quite a nice surprise to hear it. Um, let's play a few tracks. And, um, well, should we play three tracks? Do you want to tell me a little bit about the tracks you want to play right now? Um, yeah. Um, let me play um, a track that I, I heard every Sunday, basically, growing up. My mum would put it on. We'd just be in the house together. And she'd put it on every Sunday. Um, and it's a track by Dion Warwick, which I'm sure is one of her favourite artists. And it's called um, Do You Know the Way to San Jose? Brilliant arrangement. Amazing arrangement from a different place, really. Yeah, yeah, she's made some incredible music, Dion Warwick. I think that was, that's Burt Bacharach, Burt Bacharach, isn't Bacharach it? yeah. On that song. And uh, so you'll play that, and then you're going to play um, a bit of eye level, maybe? Yeah, I'd love to play eye level. I mean, I think people need to hear that track. And uh, where'd you get that from? Where did you hear that? 
Was that your mum? No, I found that actually. I found that in a record in a record shop that I go to, which I'm not going to tell you where it is or anything like that, because it's quite a small record shop. And I don't think that many people go there, so I, that one's for me really. But um, I found it. I found it there in London, in South London, somewhere. Is it him? Yeah, oh. it was any, blew, blew my mind really. Any more clues? South London? No. It's a big place. It's a big place, I think. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, <laughs> people should really know kind of where I lived in South London. It's in the vicinity. SE or SW? SW. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've probably. I'm sure you've been there, Charles. To be honest with you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to play some my level. Um, and um, what track is it? Because it's the B side of Minefield, right? It's called Minefield is the A side oh, yeah. actually and um right. and um again going for the B sides um it's 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 the B side on there number four it's called number four that's right. And uh and then what are you gonna play after that? Um and then after that uh I'd quite like to play something by um Paul Johnson. Mm. Um, which uh, is a track which he have I already said this or no no no, no. you haven't which no. is a well, track you have but you haven't yeah okay which is a track that he he made um, pre you know his commercial hit um, get down I think it was called actually um, do, 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 exactly that's the one and um, you know big track for me wolves that one as well. Um, it's funny. I played that. I was I was um, I was in Belgrade last weekend. I was yeah. doing a party, and um, this has never happened to me before. It was, it was outdoors, and um, and I had some vinyls with me, but it was an outdoor party where they sort of set up the, the gear, and uh, so you don't really want to rely on vinyls in those sort of festival type places. But I did have a bit of vinyl on me. Anyway, there was two CD players, and I'd just gone on. There was about fifteen hundred people. It was kind of going off a little bit, not completely, but it was on the edge of going off. Yeah. And um, and and it was really hot. It was like thirty-five degrees at night. And this has never happened to me before, but the CDJ broke down on me. And I literally only had one CDJ playing and I had to pull a vinyl out. And I was panicking because I just didn't really... I hadn't imagined this scenario ever. And there was all these people and I was a bit stressed out anyway. I was a bit tired. I wasn't really in the zone. So it was a bit of a panic moment and I suddenly pulled out... I had Paul Johnson on me. You had it, man. It <laughs> followed you. And I played it. And it worked. It follows you, man. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's a cool track. It is a good track. Yeah. Maybe you should play that as well. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me show the, the kind of, like, birth kind of, of, of that track. That would be really cool, you know. And which track are you going to play by Paul Johnson? Uh, it's called Knob Twist. And I'm just trying to think the label that it was on. I'm pretty sure it was Nightlife Collective. But I bought that years ago. I thought bought that when I was about, I was about thirteen. No, to be honest with you, I was about twenty when I bought that record. And uh, shopping in hard to find in Birmingham. That's where I found that one. Um, well, let's play them. Yeah, so let's, let's play Dion Warwick, Eye Level, and a bit of classic Paul Johnson. Cool.
stars that never were are parking cars and pumping gas. You can really breathe in San Jose. They've got a lot of space. There'll be a place where I can stay.
Darren Cunningham, aka Actress, um, playing some new and some old. We've played some tracks off the new LP, which is called Splash. Um, and uh, really good to hear some influences there. It's great. I mean, you know, Paul Johnson, Dionne Warwick, Eye Level, hitting a lot of different sort of eras of music, and um, they've all got their own sound. But you're putting out a lot of music or making a lot of music, it seems to me. Um, and you've got some new stuff that you can play for us right now. Yeah, I'm just going to play um, a track which um, I finished recently, which is, is more of a kind of Mark's development of, of, of Splash. And I think it's out of development at the moment, but I think there may be potential for uh, some vocals on there. But um, I'm going to play it. It's called uh, It Was All a Dream. Great. It's all a dream. Um, actress. Is that going to be coming out soon? There's absolutely no plans for that right now. I mean, it's... it's I, I, For me, when I start thinking about... I don't really start thinking about releasing music, to be honest with you. It's mm. that, uh, once you're in the process of writing it, you just want to get it... You just want to get it written and mm. sounding right and actually executing it how you think the track needs to be executed. Um... So it's it's just one of those which is 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 in form, just been you know being written and has potential to go in different places. Um. So yeah, I don't I don't. It's it's just one of those ones really. I mean, how is it for you as an artist making music in 2010 and sort of you know working out a plan or a career or you know you're full time in this job making music? So do you sort of think about 
how am I going to make ends meet? Or you just completely like, look, you know, like an artist would be with sort of, you know, just, you're just painting and you're making your music and you're putting it, once you've done it, is it put aside? Have you got a plan for, you know, is, how does that work in your head? You have to have, you have to try and have a, an idea of what, what, um, what, what the plan is, um, which gives you, um, a kind of bearing as to as to whether you'll manage to put it together. It's a target. It's an aim. It's a goal. Um, you kind of set yourself set yourself like different different targets and stuff. Whilst kind of trying to create your own philosophy in music, I suppose is is kind of what I'm trying to grab at. Um, there's there's been loads of past influences, both from the electronic world and and music that I listen to in my own spare time. Whether that's kind of sugar pop R&B or reggae or dub or hip hop or whatever it may be you know when, when you're actually writing your own music it's 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 something that should define your your your, your character I suppose um, and um, that's kind of that is as basic as I like to keep it really Outside of that, in terms of making ends meet and surviving, that's just the way of the world, really. No matter what it is that you're doing, um, obviously, you know, slightly more difficult in the arts, um, but you know, it's just a question of whether you can um, create something that people um, are interested in. And uh, to sort of go around the music, a lot of producers, they, they end up DJing a lot or they end up sort of doing live shows. Are you doing a lot of stuff? I mean, you've just come back from some dates around the States and Canada, right? Are you doing a lot of that stuff? Currently, yes. Um, but to be honest with you, I've, I've done my fair share of, like, knocking around, like, small clubs and stuff like that way back way back when to be honest with you I was carrying out my like drum machines and my synths and my computer and my effects processors and setting up and you know playing a show and then going back to the promoter's house and sleeping on the floor <laughs> I've done those already man you know I've been doing that since I was about 16 to be honest with you but um, but now now that I've got like a few tracks a few tracks in album forms and Done, done a bit of work behind the scenes in terms of bringing, trying to bring through like new artists and, and, and things like that. Then you kind of, I do anyway. I viewed the the live thing in a completely different way, really, because I'm in a completely different stage in my career. Um. So, so when I do get to play live, it really is a kind of. Um, I have a general idea of what I'm going to, how I'm going to start a live piece, and I have an idea of how the live set is going to end. But I generally don't have an idea of what's going to happen in between. So it's, it's, I've, I've set myself the challenge of improvising, going up and improvising on stage with the music that I've written so far, which is not easy because you know, obviously, you know, you've heard the music; it's quite varied and all over the place, really. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I still really enjoy playing live and I've just gotten off the back of playing in the States and um, a few shows in North America, New York and um, Montreal, uh, Boston and then I did a show in, in, in LA as well so 
that was an amazing experience really so it was, it's 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 all been good and the reaction has been, been really good as well I mean musically as well where do you fit in and where do you find that you're fitting in you know in terms of scenes and stuff because on one hand you know you've worked with Code 9 and you're in LA you're probably kind of getting a lot of play from the sort of more flying lotusy type of people then I can hear the sort of Theo Parish underground type of Detroit in you I mean are you getting sort of you're across a lot of scenes right are you? Yeah, you could say that. I mean, there's 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 definitely key DJs from key scenes who are playing the music, and it's not all dancefloor friendly. I mean, that's that's uh, in, hardly any of it is dancefloor friendly, really. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, or to my mind anyway. But yeah, there's you know I've I've I'm, I've just just actually today finished an idea for um code nine's um record don't wash dub which um which is a little bit late whether it actually gets released or not i'm not too sure but i kind of quickly finished an idea today which i'd like to play and um but yeah you know code's been really supportive and um uh, Theo Parrish also has been very supportive he's played um i think he's been playing lost on the dance floors quite a bit um, you know, people like Anthony Shakespeare and and Moody Man who who give you kind of like give a signal that they're kind of feeling the music. That's kind of all you need, really. Yeah. You don't need anybody really, kind of. I think that the people that you're mentioning there, anyway, they're all kind of they're just their own people, and yeah. they they do their thing, and and they're very inspirational, and they don't just do music for the sake of music. There's a reason, there's a philosophy in all of those people, and mm. I think that that's certainly something that I'm catching off you in a big way. Whereas a lot of other producers, it seems to be more just something to do, and then it's gone. I mean, there's a there's a there's, there's a place for all of that, you yeah. know. There's 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 absolutely a place for that. You need music that is geared towards the dance floor with just people having fun really I mean I mean that is really that is what it's all about having a bit of fun getting on the dance floor and having a dance and you know getting young people inspired to kind of dance to crazy music that's what it's all about really that's what it's always been about from rave through to now you know it should it you know that's that's how it's always been so there's a there's a place for all of that in my opinion have you got a dream gig a dream lineup if you could sort of um, play on the same lineup as a bunch of other people, artists, live bands, not particularly, no, not really. I mean, I've 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 played with a few, quite a few people. Like I've I've played on the same bill as Underground Resistance, which is like a big thing, really, for me. Um, so like when you've when you've done things like that, you just lock it away and you know just move on to the next thing. I've got my records at home. Just listen to those. That's it. Stay at home. <laughs> Stay at home, big boy. <laughs> okay. What are we going to play next? We'll just play another track. Um, so, what did we speak about? We spoke about one track. We've just been chatting away, haven't we? Um, what was the track that we first thought you? Oh yeah, there was the track. Oh, I wouldn't mind playing the track. Have you done? The, have you got the remix of uh, of the? Yeah, I've got. I've got that track. Yeah. Should we play that? Yeah. And uh, have you got anything else? What else should we play after that? Should we play? Um, one of your zombie things? My zombie things is only one zombie, really, you know. Um, You're collaborating, right? Oh, no, not zombie, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is zombie. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't call it a collaboration, you know. We're just making music together. And really, that is it. Um, we've done a few we've done a few things together, but, I mean, as it is, we're just making music. Did you I, do you find it quite... Um, difficult to go in with somebody else with because 
when you're making music on your own and 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 all that you've got your way of your formula of doing it or your 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 you know the ways you do those things so going in with somebody else even if they're a friend do you have to sort of can that be difficult or? i think a lot of that depends how you do it to be honest with you um you know i mean i'm, I'm normally quite a sociable person so it's not really a problem for me to kind of sit down with people but there's there's loads of ways to make music isn't there um and we you know we just we just vibe really and and um we've just put just just put a few things together and just put them up and just allow people to hear what we've been up to it doesn't really go much beyond that at this stage is there a track that we can play yeah yeah i've got um i've got a track called tropics which um, which people seem to be enjoying as well. So so yes, yeah, we should play that one. Great.
Okay, so that's a bunch of great tracks. Thanks a lot for bringing those in. That's okay, mate. And uh, and sharing them with us. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I remember now. Um, Hazyville, the album. Um, That was your first record, Work Discs. Verg Discs? First album, yeah. Yeah, that was your first album. Um, are you going to be sort of doing some more stuff on your own label? You've got some other people coming through? Because you kind of introduced me to Lone, amongst other things, right? That was one of... Yeah. That, you put, yeah. You put Lone's music out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've put out, it's his, I think it's his second album. Um, he's done stuff previous to that, which people should backtrack and check out. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he's another really really good producer coming through at the moment, and he's got we've got a twelve inch poem, which is just just one of the best records for me that's been released for a long time, and I think that's also on Code Nine's um, K Seven mix as well, so people can check that out there. Um, but yeah, I shall be obviously be releasing more music on my label at some point. I wouldn't mind doing a session we could at one stage like a live session with you if you're going to be sort of up for doing that what kind of session just a session where you can kind of get your gear and do you do stuff where you you're talking about live yeah hmm. um do you do that kind of thing you done a made of l session oh made of l sessions <laughs> we can we can probably do something on on that one yeah We'll see. I'll have to have a think about yeah, it. Yeah, when you're ready, man. There's time. It's all good, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what should we finish off with? Let's finish off with a couple of tracks. Um, let's play... Yeah, give me a couple more new bits and uh, we'll call it a day after that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'd like to play a new thing by um, a young lad that's coming through at the moment. He's only... He's, he's just finished his A-levels, actually. He's, he's like 16. Um, this is a new track which I've been quite. Um, I just like it, you know. It's it's post garage, which where which is where things have been going anyway. But it's 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 just there's something about it which is slightly different. He's got a motif to his sound which he separates him, I believe. Um, so I think that needs to be heard. To be honest with you, um, I've got. Um, a track by um, Instrumental that I'm going to be releasing on work, uh, which um, you should really play a quick snippet of that. Thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah, it's fine, mate. Cheers.